Hey, hey, family. Uh, this is Four Milk Podcast. We want to say hello, welcome. Hope you guys are doing great. I'm one half of the dynamic duo. I am DJ. I want to say what's up to my co-host, Big Mike. What's up, man? Hey, hey, DJ. How's it going today on this this nice Tuesday? Uh, it's it's good, man. It's good. It's beautiful. I have no complaints. Awesome. I'm doing well. We we just got that uh, Miss Marvel trailer that dropped. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I guess- <laughs> I guess that's going to open up our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to open up the show. We, we, but things things do get better later on in the show. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so saying that, what, what do you think about the Miss Marvel trailer debuting uh, in June on Disney Plus? Uh, first, I'll, I will go with the positive. I, I thought it was awesome to show a Muslim-American teenage girl character. That's an audience that the Marvel Cinematic Universe hasn't really touched on. The actress playing playing um, Kamala, yeah, K- Kamala. I have to I have to remember she's Kamala, and the vice president is Kamala. And I also and I often mix those two up. But it was it was awesome seeing her. You know, so she's a teenage girl. She sees a boy she likes. The teenage girl angst. Everything was cool. They showed her mom. Her father's big in the Marvel Avengers video game, so this was cool to see mom this time. And yeah, I, th- I thought it was it was pretty awesome. And then when she gets her powers, her hands glow and things move, and I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, that was absolutely horrible. You know, because her powers are supposed to be like Reed Richards. She can her she can close the door across the room because her hand can go across the room, not her hand twitches by uh, bright silver and then the yeah. door closes yeah yeah i was like hey thumbs up at the beginning and then like ah oh, thumbs like, down ah. Halfway, halfway through so so i, I guess it's going to end, end up even and i was really excited about it and like it's like now i'm like yeah i don't know if i want to even even try to get into this show yeah i yeah this might be the first one that i give a hard pass yeah, uh, yeah. because the other ones you know, I, I kind of was, I'm going to be honest with you, I was on the fence with a couple of the Marvel shows just because, you know, just how, how they look. But, you know, it's always enough there to kind of bring me into the first episode to watch it and yeah. say, okay, this is cool. It's a little different. It's all right. Like with the Hawkeye, the Hawkeye show. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of on the fence. And then I, I saw the first trailer. I was like, okay, they're going for the Christmassy vibe and all of this. All right, let's check out the first episode. And then the second one, I was like, okay, it's not bad. It's all right. This yeah. one, though, it looks it looks like they had some production trouble. It does. It, like, the trailer doesn't flow. It doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Uh, like, this was one of the ones where I said, okay, I hope they come out, come and hit it out the park. But it goes to show that, this, you know, right now, Miss Marvel is a B-list character, right? She might be C-list. Yeah, I was, C-list. I was saying B is kind of giving her a few points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she might, I mean, because at first, when you first watch the trailer, of course, you get, like, the high school vibe. Yeah. And, and I was thinking more along the lines of, like, Scott Pilgrim. Versus okay. the world, like yeah. I really, I enjoy that movie a lot. So I, I'm, I'm okay with the whole quirky, geeky culture type feel. Right. But, but this one didn't really tie in the superhero stuff as much. Like it looked 
it, it looked very stilted and it looked jaunted and it, it, it just didn't flow for me. And one of the things that always kind of like it's a red flag for me right away. Oh yeah, definitely red flag. When I start seeing a lot of fast cuts in the trailer. Yeah. Like you right. get all, like the towards the end of the trailer, you get a lot of fast cuts, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh man, this doesn't flow. What's the storyline gonna be? So this yeah. may be, you know, just just me, right? I might be wrong, but this could be the first clunker that comes out of Disney Plus for Marvel. Yeah, it's 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 looking like it and and I'm kind of leaning toward hard pass. Trailer number two has to really look better. And it really looked like the only thing I could think of was budget. And I'm thinking, this isn't on the CW, you know, because I'm a, I'm a lawyer fan of Supernatural and The Flash and, and you know, them doing as much as they could on a piecemeal budget. And I'm thinking, this is Marvel, you know. Using CGI to make long arms and legs and all that kind of stuff. Once again, just like Reed Richards, uh, hint, hint, we're going to talk about him a little bit later on. But that shouldn't be something that's out of their budget. And you were comparing it to Scott Pilgrim. I was thinking more even than on, even along the lines of Saved by the Bell. I mean, it, it, it looked like your typical high school comedy. Yeah. And they showed no origin story you know all of you know she's talking about boys and she's kind of goofy and she's talking to her friends and then all of a sudden i have powers and i'm like okay you know i know that you can't reveal everything in the first trailer but some kind of transition as to how she goes from lisa turtle on saved by the bell to miss marvel (laughs) you know one second later so yeah yeah, I'm kind of leaning leaning toward hard pass. On the scale of zero to ten jugs of spoiled milk, this gets about a two and a half or so. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, yeah. I watched the trailer. I shared it to our Facebook page. Almost yeah. Immediate, almost immediately, right? And I said to myself, I said, man, you know, this is one of those trailers where it really makes you question, am I just a fanboy or I'm a fan of the genre? Yeah. Like, cause, cause you know the fanboy would say, "Oh, I love everything Marvel. They're gonna take care of it." But the fan in me says, "Like, yeah, I've I've had my uh, I had the wool pulled over my eyes. Before, yeah, and this looks like that. This looks like something they're gonna try to yeah. trick me and trap me. And and that's pretty much what I feel with this. Like, I feel like, all right, I I, I don't know about it. you know what it reminds me of. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember this, but. I think it was like the late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Uh, Iceman had his own solo comic book. Right? Okay. And Iceman within the X-Men, very awesome. Or even X-Factor, very awesome. Oh, yeah, very, very cool. awesome. Yeah. Really cool. But he, would he be the person that I would think would lead his own comic book? Not at all. Maybe not. For a limited series, you look at like, eh. yeah. Okay, but will he lead his own comic book for, you know, 20, 30? Will he be like Wolverine? Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Wolverine Not at all. had hundreds of issues of solo comic books. That's just how rich that character is. This is pretty much what I'm reminded of a Miss Marvel. Like, we see her get the cosmic bands or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just saying to myself, I'm like, there's so many other characters I would rather see other than her. Like, I understand the diversity aspect. Like, I, I you know, I understand that. I get it. I, I know that. But there are so many uh, other uh, 
better developed characters out there that I would rather see. I'd rather see Noah, right? Or I'd rather see, you know, I, I, I'd rather see Luke Cage return. I, I definitely rather would rather see that. Yeah. I, I rather, you know, I, there are other characters. I'd rather see Daredevil come back. Like, yeah. You, you know, and, and maybe if you do do a Ms. Marvel, right? Like, have her in a larger team. Like, do a New Warriors. Like, yeah. have a New Warriors show. Yeah. Do that. And, and then bring them all together in a New Warriors type of show. But with this, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm out with you. Two, two, uh, sports jug mills out of 10 for this yeah. trailer. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's just uh, it ain't doing it for me. <laughs> me either. And that was that was a very good point you made about can she carry a series? And while while you were saying that, I I had similar thoughts about She Hulk, and not to not to put down She Hulk before we even see a trailer. But does She Hulk have the strength to pull a whole series? You know, do we really need to see ten episodes or eight episodes? featured around She-Hulk. Maybe they should focus on some teams, even though that Defenders season, well, well, actually, that Defenders was better than I thought. I mean, after after we saw Iron Fist, and <laughs> Iron Fist was the low of the low of, of the Disney streaming specials. I even, I even asked a friend of mine who told me he had watched the whole series, if I need to watch the rest of this nonsense to watch the Defenders, and he was like, nah, man. It, it doesn't really tie in, so I'm like, okay, well, that's that's it. Episode four, that'll be it for me. So yeah, this this looks like this is gonna be right in there with the Iron Fist series, and it's like, yeah, you know, Marvel Marvel isn't this impenetrable force that we thought they were. I mean, they are they've 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 had some hits, but they're subject to some Iron Man threes out there. Yeah, and yeah. and every time. Every time there's a there's a shocker like Ant Man two was like really really great, yeah. And then then you will get something like the aforementioned Iron Man three. And let's be real, if we didn't think the Captain Marvel movie was gonna tie in so much to the Infinity Wars and we had to see it, would you really have gone out and just made sure that you watched that one? Because that one isn't all that special to me either, but. I had to see it to see how the story tied in with the rest of it. So, yeah, hopefully this isn't the trend of bad streaming, and, and maybe somebody needs to regroup and put some teams together and get some people to help carry each other. I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like, if we go back to the first, uh, the first Disney Plus show, because okay. I can't put Iron Fist on Disney. I can't do that, right? I can't. Yeah, do yeah, that's not yeah. that far. That, that was like Netflix, and you know, it, it, I, I don't know. And really, when you look at it. If you go back and you kind of look at the behind the scenes stuff, uh, a lot of the cast was talking about the main actor, his name escapes me right now, but the same guy that was on Game of Thrones. Yeah. He, he, he didn't want to really train to get his martial arts in and all this other stuff. But if we go back to the first true Disney Plus series, WandaVision, WandaVision kind of laid the groundwork almost perfectly. Yeah. Uh, because within WandaVision, not only did you get Wanda, not only did you get Vision, you also got Monda, uh, Monica Rambeau, Real. you got Sword in there, you got all these different, you got White Vision in there, yeah. right? You got all these different elements, and you even got a version of Quicksilver that we didn't expect. That's true. But, but you got all these, uh, all these other characters in this one show to help kind of bring it up, bring it along. Uh, kind of formulate the storyline and I you know unless 
Miss Marvel or Miss Marvel is going to like bring those characters in to help flesh the story out, it may be severely lacking. It may be severely lacking. Yeah. Uh, one of the good things about the comic books is that Kamala Khan has a, a great relationship with Miles Morales. Okay. Right? And they play off of one another in the comic books. Like she has her own comic as well, and it's, it's really, really good. Now, I'm, I'm not sure from the tenor of this trailer, it doesn't really feel like they're, you know, at least because I haven't read all the comic books, but what I've read, it doesn't feel like that same tone is flowing over to this as it is there. So if it maybe it's just a bad trailer. Hopefully, you know, and I think you made a good point. We'll wait till trailer number two. Yeah. Like even though we've already thrown it in the garbage, like we're yeah, just pretty much. like we're saying that. But yeah. if trailer two, if trailer two is a lot better, then that, that will at least back good faith for me to say, all right, let me watch episode number one, right? Yeah. Because my daughters are probably going to want to watch. It, right? Yeah, they, they'll enjoy it. seeing yeah. you know, a teenage girl being the hero. Yeah, I mean, and that's cool. I'm cool with that. I don't mind. Yeah. Just deliver it in a way that's entertaining because with Marvel, what you have to understand is both a good and a bad thing that's a Marvel show. Yeah. It's a good thing because you have, you know, pages and pages of story and dialogue to draw off of, right? You got all the stuff to draw off of. It's a bad thing because the expectations are up there. They're yeah. high. Right. So, you know, because the expectations are high, you can't come in with a subpar movie and say, oh, okay, it'll be fine. No, it yeah. won't be because the fan base is going to go off the deep end if this isn't the best thing ever. So yeah. they're kind of like in a catch-22. But but we'll see. It's coming out June. Yeah, yeah there's, there's time, but I guess my I got two quick points. She's a brand-new character, sort of. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, the Spider-Mans of the world, you know, might have been created 60 years ago. The Hulks of the world. Superman came out, what, in the 30s or so? Yeah. So for for Miss Marvel to come out roughly 10 years ago thereabout, she's basically a brand new character. So you're going to tell us we need to get invested in Miss Marvel. And you're going to come out the gate with a pretty subpar trailer. And let's face it. If they were showing her using her powers that way in the trailer, I don't see the series being much different. And as soon as she comes out there and she makes her arms glow and something moves across the room, I'm probably going to grab the remote and turn to something else. I, I, I mean, let's just, let's just go ahead and face it. That just didn't look good at all. That was not my expectation of the character. And I liked the trailer up until that point. But that was just so cheesy and so... Once again, low budget. Like I said, if this was going to be on on TBS or something, when you figure they wouldn't have Marvel's budget, it would CW. be a little more understandable. CW, yeah, USA Network if they're still around. But for this to be Marvel, I, my expectations were just higher. And point number two, I really liked some shows. But I just didn't watch them because I got into so many shows around the same time, and it's just the whole pecking order. Because I liked that Hawkeye show, but I didn't like that Hawkeye show as much as some other stuff that kind of pushed it to the back. But I'm starting off not even liking this show at all. 
Yeah. And once it has to get in line with everything else, because I'm finishing up, I, I I got got into snowfall late, let's say. So I'm in season three, so I'll be watching. Well, this is June, though, so I'll be caught up on snowfall. But I'm just saying something else is going to come out, you know, in the middle of May that's going to get in line in front of this. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan comes oh, out May 25th. Yeah, okay. Well, perfect example. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you know, if you have Obi-Wan coming out uh, May 25th, the beginning of May, you still have Doctor Strange, and that's probably going to last till June, right? Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. And, and, and if it's, if honestly, right, like if I have to have, make a choice, right, because my time is precious. Oh, yeah. Our, our time is precious. Definitely. Right? So if I have to make a choice, I'm sitting down with my family. It's dinner time. We're about to watch a show. I got Obi-Wan in one hand. Yeah. And I got Miss Marvel in the other hand. Guess what I'm picking? Obi-Wan. Every time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no discussion there. Every time. Every time. I will. I'm I'm not going to pick Miss Marvel. And maybe I'll catch up with that on the back end. And then you're launching it in June, right around the tent pole season of all the summer movies. Summer movies. You know, then you got other shows coming on, like you said. I, I, I just, I just can't justify that. I just can't. Me either. Me either. Trailer, trailer two better be. A yeah. Home run. It better be something. Better trailer be two something. has got to be a home run. It's got to be a grand slam. They got to bring in all the all of the runners. That's it. <laughs> score four runs on that second trailer. Because the, the the first one, like I said. It was good up until her hands glowed and then the door closed and I'm like, yeah, this is this is this is gonna be pretty pretty terrible here. Yeah, it looked like it, it really did look like something off CW. That, yeah. That's what it looked like. I was like, oh Yeah, it, it, like it, it looked very CW-ish, but even CW could make the flash entertaining. They could they could even though it was too many people with similar powers, but Green Arrow was good. I never got yeah. in the Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl was good. That Superman is good. That Superman is not bad. I mean, okay, I haven't gotten into that one yet. That was season two now. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's it, you know I haven't caught up on season two, but season one wasn't that bad. I mean, it was okay. like it was like a uh, Superman. It was like Smallville mixed with like Riverdale mixed with like <laughs> okay. you know, some of these other shows. But yeah. it, but it's not as bad as that sounds. It's okay. not as bad okay. as that sounds. It's, it's actually it's okay, and I like uh, I think his name is Tyler Hockney or something yeah. like that. Hodgson or I can't, I can't think of his last name right now, but he plays a great Superman. Actually, it's an article out recently where they were comparing uh, his Superman with Robert Pattinson's Batman, like how they can bail okay. to a great universe. But uh, I don't I don't see that as far fetched. But it, that's not bad. But this Miss Marvel. I, uh, it's that second trailer has really, it's got yeah. it's got to come, it's got to come correct. It's most definitely got to come correct because if it doesn't, they might need to just scrap this and just you know, just I don't know, bring out a yeah like a thirty second trailer. It's like man, you know, y'all thought we were actually gonna make a Miss Marvel, but the jokes on you and just show people <laughs> laughing in the background and come back with it next year or something because. Yeah, this this was this was awful. This was triply awful. Push it back. Push it back. Push it back. Yeah, push it back. I'm saying the DC tactic. Push it back. Yeah, All right, push so it back. Let, let's move on to our our uh, awesome to the, to uh, the our main, main event. event. Yeah. yeah, our main event. Speaking of uh, 
powers like Mr. Fantastic. Today we're oh, doing yeah. our Dreamcast for the Fantastic Four. Deep dive, uh, deep yeah, dive into uh, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, a deep dive, and and you know it pretty much comes. I know that they probably have these roles already cemented. They just haven't they haven't announced it, but we figure with uh, you know Doctor Strange two multiverse boogaloo. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that coming out, and it's been a lot, uh, you know, not so much rumors now. It's almost confirmed that you're going to get the Illuminati in this film, and you're going to get a member of the Fantastic Four in this film, and you're going to get Charles Tom Xavier. Cruz, Charles Xavier. You're yep. getting all these people. So we figured this is probably the perfect time before, you know, all this stuff launches that we can get into our dream for the Fantastic Four. So, Big Mike, how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling feeling pretty good about it. Um, I have to say, the bar is set so low from those first two Fantastic Four movies. The first one was ah, pretty good. The second one was ah, not as good as the first one, and it's kind of bad. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, you like the first one more than the second one? I think so. I, I think that Silver Surfer I kind of liked Lawrence Fishburne doing the voice. Yeah. When the surfer lost the surfboard, like, yeah, that was kind of stupid. And when Galactus turned out to be this big, dark thundercloud, I'm like, yeah, that's that's really stupid. So, yeah, I, 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 I think the first one, and it's not like we, it's, it's not like either one of them was very good, I think. True. We might be quibbling over one was a five and the other one was a 4.5 or so. So yeah, I think the first one was slightly better. Yeah. And who would have thought Chris Evans was an outstanding actor when you saw him in Fantastic Four? Shout out to Chris Evans if you're listening. <laughs> but you know what? That goes to show us, right? Because we undervalue. Sometimes we undervalue directors and scripts. Yeah. Like yeah. we truly totally. undervalue. You know the loves that the love that goes into creating some of this stuff. And thank goodness for Marvel. Because I, I was kind of thinking about this the other day. How we have... Because every genre goes through ups and downs. And thank goodness for Marvel. Because it, it, there haven't been a lot of downs. There have been some. Right? right? Like, you know, Thor The Dark World 2. That was not good. That was not a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, Iron Man 3. A lot of people out there love it. That was not a good movie. Not a good movie not, at all. Not, no. Uh, you know, it's a couple of... You know, they take some dips and dives there. But for the most part, overall, Marvel has delivered great stories, great characters. It's been really fun. It's been a good ride so far. And and that ride continues on, even switching to the streaming, uh, even with some of the movies that came out in 2021. They, For the most part, everything is enjoyable, right? Like, nothing is laughable. Like, even the Eternals. Uh, for the yeah. part I mean, it's not yeah. horrible. It's not a horrible movie. Like, That's it's not true. the best, but it's That's not true. a horrible movie. It's watchable. It's not like where you'll get up and just walk out the theater. Uh, you yeah. know, like, I, I didn't finish it. I'm not gonna lie and say, oh, I finished that. I didn't, I didn't finish that. I watched it because we got a podcast. Like, it's work, right? Right, right. yeah, definitely. That, that was business related. That was a business Yeah, it's, business. yeah, it's a business <laughs> transaction. That's, that's what right. it but overall, exactly. you know, it's not bad. And that kind of goes to show us, like, Marvel's taking some of these characters. Like, Chris Evans, everybody wrote him off. Like, when oh, Captain yeah. America was first announced he was going to be Captain America, everybody was like, no, 
no, yeah. no. And then Captain America: The First Avenger came out, came out, and we were all like, "Whoa!" Just we were kind of, yeah. yeah, we were all you know awestruck. So what we have right now with Marvel is a good thing, and I'm pretty sure that they can do a fantastic, you know, no pun intended, but they can fantastic. do a fantastic job with the Fantastic Four. They really can. They can. They yeah. Can, yeah. So, I'm a hoping so, and I had mentioned those first two Fantastic Four movies, and I totally forget that third one with um, Miles Teller and uh, oh, and uh, Michael oh. B. Jordan. How? how? <laughs> I, I, you know, I think I wiped that from my memory too. Like, man, me and too. Black, me like, too. Yeah. Thing up there. And yeah. But how did they? How did that go so wrong? How did that go? So I don't know. That? I don't know. It's like that one. That one just didn't happen. You know, that one we do kind of want to just kind of, you know, as you said, get that men in black little flashy thing and just kind of erase that one. Yeah, that's, that's basically like Magic Johnson coming back and playing power forward in in a, in a '93 for the Lakers and Jordan's <laughs> Wizards years. You know, it's a, it's a few things like that. I try to go in and and just you know carve that out of my memory. Yeah. <laughs> Transformers uh, the movie. There you go. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Here Transformers you go. the movie. <laughs> Goody Mob World Power album. Oh yeah. yeah the yeah, World yeah. World Party album. Yeah, you know. World Party. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you know, it's some some things like that that you know if if it wasn't surgery that wasn't so invasive, you could just go in and just kind of just you know just take take that out of existence. That third Fantastic Four would definitely it. fit into that category. That movie was terrible. That was terrible. that movie was so bad in comparison to the other two. Yeah. It makes those look great. It, it makes it does. Those look it does definitely phenomenal. Yes, it just and that, and so I, so let's put together a Dreamcast here, right? So okay, for those, for those of you who. Maybe you're new to our podcast. We haven't done one for in a while. What was the last one? Like the X Men? Oh yeah, it was. It was just. Uh, it, it was. It was Storm. I think we just did did one Dreamcast for Storm, and we didn't do the rest of the X Men. That's we, right. We, we got. We sort of need to catch up on that too. Yeah, we're yeah. slackers. We're yeah. slackers. We'll get to the X Men. We'll get X-Men to X Men maybe maybe in the next couple of weeks. Or so yeah, we'll do that. We'll get to them. Yeah, definitely. But for, for those who are uninitiated, basically what we do is we take a concept or a premise or a show or a genre, uh, and we go and we try to cast it perfectly. Now, of course, we aren't casting directors. So, you know, this is like just what we want. So yeah, yeah. You know, if anybody right. wants to give us a casting directing job for this, I'll That's take what I was going to say. I'll, yeah, I'll we should it. be casting directors. I, I, I think that would be a very good job for us. We could definitely handle that one. Yeah, we could do that. So we're, definitely. We're, so this is our resume. This is our resume for our casting director. Oh, oh totally. Career and totally. Uh, go forward with the Fantastic Four. So, you know, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. You can choose okay. whoever you want uh, from the Fantastic Four universe, if you like. Uh, okay. And, uh, I don't know who you want to start with, but I'll let you go first. Awesome. I would kind of like to say Reed Richards still in since, you know, he's the leader. We, we sort of make him that grand that grand reveal at the very end. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start off with, with Benjamin Grimm, also known as The Thing. Nice. Okay, um... I'm assuming he'll be mostly CGI. So, okay, so we're going to have a CGI thing, but for the role of Ben Grimm, when they're going into space and 
getting this this cosmic shock that gives them this, these powers, we're going to need somebody to actually play Ben, and this ho- hopefully won't be very long until the movie. I'm because I'm assuming they're going to do an origin story since this is pretty much a reboot. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, who could play that sort of small role in everything? And I I don't know. I had heard he was a football player. He was a big, tough, blonde guy. So I'm going to say Ben Roethlisberger plays <laughs> plays Benjamin Grimm pre-accident, uh, Ghost Steelers. And the CGI Ben Grimm will be voiced by none other than Vin Diesel. Hey, he can do Groot. He has a nice deep voice. I would say Vin Diesel for his for the voiceover, and I also like Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown That's good. does Lex Luthor in the Justice League movies, and you know he has that sinister bad guy voice. Yeah. So you're thinking the thing is a good guy, but I think he has enough talent to use that that kind of very distinct voice to make us like the thing. So yeah, so I know Big Ben is an odd choice, but hey, you know. Benjamin Graham was a blonde football player who was a tough big guy. So, hey, Ben Roethlisberger for Benjamin Graham and the voice, either Vin Diesel or Clancy Brown. That That is, that, that's a really good choice. Very, I'm not a big Roethlisberger fan, right? Like, okay, I, I, okay. I just, I just have, <laughs> but I can, I can respect that. I can respect that because I'd rather go J.J. Uh, Watt, right? J.J. Like, Watt? Okay, just, oh, hey, hey, okay. If, if, if we're going to go football player, but – <laughs> I, I, but I like Clancy Brown. His, his voice, man, is is definitely uh, melodic. Vin uh, Diesel would fit in there. I mean, Fantastic Four is all about family, so right. it's all about know, family. Very we, good. Yeah, we, we know how he feels about <laughs> yeah. family and for yeah. the Fast and the Furious. And you know what? Oh, oh, there's some alliteration there. Fast and Furious. Fantastic Four. Oh, I yeah. think you might be you might be onto something. Indeed. You might be, yeah. Oh yeah. You might be onto something there. Exactly. That, that's it. So I, I can go with that. I, I can go with that. I imagine that Ben Graham would be like if I was the director or the script writer, right? Okay. If I was a script writer, I would like to write a script where you never see the Ben Benjamin Graham's true face. Okay. Like, you know, like that would be the hook for me. Like that would be the hook with that character. Like you would never see that that character's face. So it would all be, always be about about the audience. Not not his human form at least, right? Like as a thing you would see his his right. rocky face and rocky exterior and all that. But as in his human form, like you would almost never see that. Almost like uh Darth Vader. Like I think okay. some of the best, and I have another character like that as well, very similar. But I think some of the better characters are emoted strictly by voice. Like I love Groot. Like you know, I love Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. I think I am Groot. Yeah, yeah and like right. you do. Like that character with three word dialogue has more resonance than some other characters. We watch a whole movie full of them, and <laughs> right. they just, you know, they don't mean anything to you. But yeah. however, like a character like Groot, he has three lines of dialogue. That's it. And they use it in different ways in order to make him good, but and make, in order to make it work. However, like with the thing, I, I agree with you. It's all about the voice. So for me, for for the thing I had down, and, and this is for all my, all my video game geeks out there. Okay, right? all right. David Hayter. Solid Snake. <laughs> Solid Snake. That's it. I, I, 
you know, he his voice is just, you know, a, a lot of people go with a lot of other voice actors. For me, I think his voice has so much command. It has so much strength. It isn't as gravelly. However, it does add a, a little bit of strength and gravity, uh, uh, strength and, and a lot of command to it. So when I think of, of the thing where he said it's clobbering time, you know, yeah. I think David Hayter can really do that and bring that out. And then not only that, you also add the video game community. And, and they say, oh man, he's involved with this. You know, you get that buy-in from the video game community. But overall, I do like Clancy Brown though. I, I, I'm, I might switch yeah. up. I might switch up my okay, my, my okay. Vote, vote because of that. That's really good. That's really good. I like David David Hayter too. I used to love those uh, you know those those early Metal Gear games. I didn't think Keeper Sutherland was bad in Metal Gear Five, but yeah, but uh, David David Hayter is is an is an awesome choice. Uh, one more thing, just backing up quickly. The the reason I thought it would be good to get an an actor to play Ben Grimm pre incident. Is because they ran a lot of stories in the comics of how the thing was having such trouble living life as the thing, because because you know they were saying he was popular, he was handsome, he, yep. he was a ladies' man. So I think it would be good to put somebody in that role to see what the changes were. And no no insult to Michael Chiklis, aka Vic Mackey from the from the Shield, Shield yeah, from back in the days, but you know. He was kind of short and dumpy, and then he ended up becoming the thing. So if he was a tall, dashing, famous, you know, famous-looking hunk, as, as some of the ladies would say, and then he turned into Rockman, as we used to call the thing when I was a little kid, I think that would add some angst. That, that could add more tragedy into it. Like, you know, you went from looking like Tom Brady Tom Brady might could do it, you know. Well, now nah, he's coming back this year, so he's won't have as much time. But if you went from being Tom Brady to being a being Rockman, that would be a huge loss. So that's why I I, I think showing them pre-incident would be pretty pretty interesting. And and I honestly thought of Big Ben because he played football and he retired. And he has time now. He probably can't act for anything. But some some you know kind of tough looking football type athletic guy. I think could be pretty decent in that role. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. And I was thinking, you know, this is the the writer in me, right? I was thinking like that would be something I would play up, and I'm putting the cart before the horse, maybe, right? Right. Uh, that that maybe I would play up for the second film. Like okay. the, one of the things I and, and this is for the Fantastic Four, even outside of our Dreamcast. One of the things I would like to see out of a Fantastic Four film is them not to so much show the origin story. Like, okay. I, it's not that I don't care about the origin story, but it's been done to death. And I think the smart studios and the smart writers and the smart creators are getting away from some of the origin stories that we already know. Right? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's okay to do an Invincible origin story because nobody really knows a whole lot about Invincible. I mean, yeah, you got us comic geeks and Right. like that but the general populace doesn't know that however if you get somebody like Superman everybody knows Superman came from Krypton the dying planet everybody exactly. knows that Bruce Wayne's parents died from, from violence gun violence right exactly. everybody knows that Spider-Man was bitten by a radioactive spider everybody knows that Fantastic Four got their powers from space you know it's just 
It's, it's one of those things. So I would think that maybe you explore that maybe in the second film after you've built up that audience, you've already got the wheels running. You know, it, it's one of those things that you can explore that later on down the line. But I think you make a good point. I think that's an excellent point with him saying, okay, I was this handsome man. I never really thought about Michael Chiklis, right? I never, yeah. like, he's a short, dumpy dude already. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> a, a taller, dumpy dude with rock right. songs. Like, that, that transition exactly. isn't that hard. <laughs> right, definitely. So, you, you know, you make a great point there with that. So I, I want to jump forward then. Okay. Let's go to the Human Torch. Human Torch, okay. All Human right. Human Torch. And it's got to be somebody debonair. Definitely. He's got to have dashing good looks. Has to have flair. He has to, I mean, you know, even though Chris Evans, you know, Chris Evans was Chris Evans. He, he did, I think he did a, a good job as like uh, Human flaming torch as a human torch he did a great job as a human torch he did, he did. But it's got to be somebody debonair flashing you know handsome all these things and you know you would think like of a young Leonardo DiCaprio there right oh, yeah for sure so for me I gotta go with Zac Efron of course he's the, he's the, he's the obvious choice yeah he, he is I mean yeah. the fan base wants it I can't disagree with the fan base here because yeah. he, he's in great shape. The dude has great hair. I'm not yeah. jealous. I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> right, right. Not, you know, when he has great hair, he has good looks, wonderful smile, and, and and he looks somewhat tough, right? Like the dude looks tough. Like, you know, like Baywatch, wasn't he? I, was it Baywatch? Was that Baywatch? Yeah, I think he yeah, was. That, that, um, that, that, that new Baywatch movie that I don't think was very good. I think I, I think I watched 15 minutes of it when I was channel surfing one night. It was on TNT. But yeah, he was in in that in that new Baywatch with the Rock. Yeah, that's yeah. 15 minutes more than what I gave it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, definitely. <laughs> I'm not within that demographic. I don't fit in the Baywatch demographic. I oh, just, me either, me either. But but, that, but you know, uh, channel surfing breaks all of the rules. You know, it does. It yeah. Does. Do, do people even know what channel surfing is anymore? Uh, like, probably. Oh yeah, probably now more so than ever because you got 250 channels. You know, when 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 we we grew up and there were three networks and four for a cloudy day, you might get that fourth network. You pretty much had to had to stick with the show. You know, you had to have some patience. Well, you know? but, well I asked because everything is streaming now. Well, good point. Good so, point. You know, every, nobody, you know, nobody yeah. like, up the remote and just goes click, click. Yeah. Click. Oh, this is good. All right, I'm gonna watch this. Click. Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty much. I'm like, all right, I'm going to this platform. I know it's on Netflix. I'm going to watch point. it. Yeah. And I might find a couple things on Netflix. And I'm like, ah, okay, it's different. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, but <laughs> I, yeah, I, I got to go with Zac Efron, man. I think he would make a great human torch i really do me too me too i i really had written down zach afron also and just so we had more than one option to have some kind of discussion because you know zach afron is such the obvious choice but i wrote down alberto alberto rosende he's in chicago fire i'm not sure if you ever watched chicago fire but that's that's my show i love it he plays gallo okay he's a, he's a young fireman 
He's adventurous. He takes too many chances. He's a risk taker. But he has kind of a cool personality. You know, it's like, you know, he'll do something crazy and you say, don't do it, don't do it. But then he'll bring the lady out of the burning building safely. He has that kind of heroic flair. He's pretty young. I think he's probably 28 or so. So he fits that right age demographic. He has black hair, but I'm sure they could dye his hair to make him look more like, you know, the comic version of Johnny Storm. And and he's a, he's a very good actor. He's not popular yet. So okay. if, if if they were kind of worried about budget, he would probably come in a little cheaper than Zac Efron. <laughs> but I just tossed him out there just so we could have a discussion. But yeah, Zach is Zach is my vote too. Okay, all right. Well, it's nothing wrong with tossing another hat, hat out there. The whole thing is right. Sometimes people get famous off this stuff. Like you yeah. never hear hear about them. You're just like, uh, okay, all right, who is that? All right, yeah. Here. Yeah, because because I mean, did the people know who Chris Reeve was before Superman the movie came out? I don't know if he was popular or not. I, I don't know. That's too. You know, I was. You know, I was a little, I was a little guy then. Oh, <laughs> me too. I was I was a little guy too. I, but I hadn't heard about anything he made before Superman the movie. But yeah, that was in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah, that was that yeah. was a way that was a ways back. I I might yeah. not even been born just yet. I'm not sure. I'm, not- I'm trying to think for real because because I know I saw Superman two first. I didn't see Superman the movie until well after Superman two was was over and done with. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I- you got to start somewhere. Yeah, Superman two. Speaking of which, man, that's that 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 street fight between Superman, General Zod, oh yeah, and and, and the other uh, criminals of uh, Kryptonite. Oh yeah, Ursa, Ursa, and, and Nod. Ur- yes, thank you. Yeah, my brain just went good. I that's still I still love that movie. Some of those '80s movies don't live up, don't don't hold up that well. But I still love that movie. I never saw Margot Kidder as Lois Lane, and I'm thinking the the Superman just not like really really attractive women, I, and she smokes <laughs> cigarettes. I'm like, really? You're the baddest man on on the earth, and you want Margot Kidder? But but that's <laughs> that's another subject for another day. But yeah, it was an awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news: Superman likes unattractive women. Superman is really attracted to unattractive women that smoke cigarettes and have gravelly voices. Hey Clark. Yeah. <laughs> need, exactly. Hey Clark, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, you you the baddest dude on the earth. Yeah, I want her. Okay, yeah. dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. That's that's not gonna be anybody that's gonna fight you over that one. Nope. No, you have her. Go ahead. Go for none, it. Go for none, it. None of the villains are kidnapping her. Nobody's kidnapping her. <laughs> Do you, homie, as they say in the South. Yeah, for real. Go for it. If that's what you want, <laughs> no fighting you on that one, Superman. I think that's a very good choice. Lex Luthor has me trapped in his in his lair, Superman. Yeah, Lex, Lex can have you. Lex can have you. If he went through the trouble, <laughs> he, the trouble he can have you. Yeah, uh, yeah, for uh, real. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's going to keep me going for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just don't think about it, though. Just just think yeah. about some of the <laughs> famous Lois Lanes we've had. Now, the Lois of Smallville, I thought she was awesome. Yeah. Her yeah, right. yeah she, was, she was beautiful. Yeah, but, but yeah, they've typically not done Superman all that great with this Lois casting. Uh, 
Oh man, okay, I, we got to move on, man. Yeah, on. yeah. yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna get into the one that's on the show right now on Superman and Lois. She's not that. Oh my goodness. Uh, All right. She's All right. probably a very nice person, though. Very, very that's nice. It, yeah. Children and small animals. That's yeah. just really, the X-ray vision allows him to see personality. Exactly. <laughs> he sees what's on the inside, literally. That's it. That's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's finish up our dream. Let's go okay. to the Invisible Woman then, right? The, the Invisible, Invisible Woman. Woman, okay. The Invisible Woman, right? I, I will never call her the Invisible Girl because they were just jerks back then, how they wrote. Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you ever read the early Fantastic Four comic books? Not too much. I re- I remember uh, reading the um, remake that came out in the nineties. I think Jim Lee drew it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I still got the first and second e- issue of that. I got okay. Like the okay. first couple issues. Yeah. And then they did the Ultimate Fantastic Four. Yeah. The Ultimate line, and then they they have a new one that relaunched. I want to say twenty eighteen. Okay. Uh, so I still pick those up uh, from time to time. Uh, they're actually in the, the storyline of Doom's Wedding right now. I haven't caught up with that, so I still okay. got to do that. Okay. But, uh, I said that to say that, that man, they man, they wrote women so messed up back then. Like, oh, she, yeah. Like, it's a reason why she was just called the Invisible Girl. Like, but she's like 20 years old, but they call her the Invisible Girl. I'm like, that is so disrespectful. Totally like, disrespectful, but hey, that's the that's the 1960s. Watch. Watch the old Star Trek, the uh, the original series, and look yeah. at those outfits versus the the ladies who work with with, with Picard. Yeah, you know, it's 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 totally different. You know, the 1960s was a pretty wild decade. Yeah, it was. So it it was. makes perfect sense that she would be the invisible girl. And yeah, hey, they they, they might have thrown around some some options that were worse than Invisible Girl. Oh, they, oh look, I, I, I can bet. I can only yeah. imagine for money. But Reed was like, you know, there were times he'd be like, shut up, woman. You don't yeah. know what you're talking about. This is science. Oh, yeah, dang, pretty like, much. That's messed up, man. Like, Yeah, but, pretty much. But, and it's cool how, how they've evolved her power so much over the years. And, 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 you know, she's more than just turning invisible. You know, she has the, you know, the force fields and all those different powers that have kind of expanded over the years. Yeah, it is. And Mm -hmm. she's a really cool character. Like, you know, especially when you begin to read or see her in some of these events, like these crossover events, Mm -hmm. like whether it was Secret Invasion or uh, uh, not Infinity Guard, but what was the other one? Was it Infinity War or Infinity Crusade? But she had a big part in one of those too. Yeah, uh, definitely. But in a lot of the crossover events, she really shows up and shows out. So this that's kind of good to see her in that. But I, I always think you want a not only beautiful character, mm-hmm. but you also want somebody that's strong. Okay. Uh, somebody, you know, that can lead in the absence of Reed Richard, somebody who, you know, is uh, you know, intelligent. So I, I kind of have my my thoughts on that character, but I'm gonna let you go first. Up. Okay. You know, who who do you have in mind for the Invisible Woman? Okay, this is this is gonna be blasphemous to a certain extent because she's Uh-oh. popular for playing a popular DC character. Uh oh. But I think this actress has a lot of strength. I think she's a, she's a very good actor. We've seen her in one role that kind of presents her in one way, but she has a few other roles that I think shows the gravitas of. A Sue Storm. I really like Margot Robbie, and and I'm saying Margot Robbie. Number one, I shall admit, is for the eye candy factor. She yeah. would most okay. definitely put the butts in seats. 
Okay. She would definitely get the get the as far as as a uh, Beyonce might say, all the boys in the yard want to come see Margot Robbie as Sue Storm slash the the Invisible Girl. Yeah, and we know her as Harley Quinn, and she's kind of silly. Invisible Woman, Invisible Woman. Now, don't don't fall into my fault. The the Invisible Woman. Thank you. The aforementioned Invisible Woman. You know, we've seen her play Harles, and she's kind of silly as Harley Quinn, but she's great as far as the action. Well, her stunt woman is great. They could hire the same stunt woman for this one, but I I think she's a very good actor. She's in a movie with Will Smith, and they play. Yeah. Focus. Focus, definitely. That's a good movie. Right. Yeah. And that shows an aspect of her acting talents that we don't necessarily see in the Suicide Squad. And I think, you know, I really see her, you know, hold, holding her own because, because you know, she she commands the screen in Suicide Squad. In the first Suicide, so Suicide Squad movie, I went into it thinking, okay, she, you know, Harley Quinn is just a side character from, from the many villains of the Batman Rose Gallery. She's like one of Joker's hench women, but how big of a character is she going to be? And Margot Robbie stole it, stole the show mm-hmm. in Suicide Squad and in Suicide Squad 2. Most definitely Suicide Squad 1. But yeah, I think Margot Robbie could play a very good Sue Storm. She's my pick for Sue Storm. Wow, that, that is a phenomenal pick. That's that's a great pick. Uh, you make me ashamed now of who I pick. Okay. <laughs> you make me ashamed of, because Margot Robbie is a great actress, right? Like, she is a really good actress. I've seen her a couple things, and like you said, Focus. Focus is one of my, you know, more favorite under-the-radar movies. Definitely. Uh, I think uh, her, her, the job that she did with Will Smith as her, her co-lead, uh, they, they they both did a great job, but I, I think that was one of the, the films that made me say, "Man, she can act. She yeah, can she act. can act. Yeah, this is this is really good." And and you're right, like she's a, she's a, a beautiful woman, so she brings that to the role. Uh, I think she would be great as a Sue Storm. Now I, I picked uh, Chloe Chloe Grace Moritz. Okay, right? uh, we know her from Kick Ass. She's been in a couple of films, uh, younger lady, and that was pretty much my thing. She can act as well, right? Uh, but she adds that 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 youth factor, where because you know Marvel goes on for Marvel oh, yeah. goes on for a decade. Maybe, oh, definitely, right? Yeah. Like you, you can be in the role for a decade. You can be in the role for seven, eight years. So you need someone that is youthful and can kind of grow with that role. Uh, like we see Robert Downey Jr. He grew with the role. Uh, yeah. Even though he was a great and phenomenal actor by his own rights before Iron Man, he was able to keep up in that role. Same thing with Chris Evans. Oh, yeah, totally. Same, same thing with Chris Hemsworth. Same thing with uh, Scarlett Johansson, ScarJo. You know, yeah. these were, were characters, they, they caught them early enough in their career when they say, okay, we can sign you to this role it's going to be 10 years in. you in this for 10 years, right? Like, you got... So, I was thinking, like, all right, you got to get somebody that can act who, uh, you know, is in pretty decent shape, who can fill out this role, and that's kind of who I came up with. But, man, my, now that you say Margot Robbie, now I feel bad. Like, you, you kind of... <laughs> you you want up me there because Rob, Margot Robbie does fit within that, and then she has the... the she has the air... Of being a leader, like you can put her she on. She did, a, right? Like if they wanted to do, uh, what's the all female Avengers team? The A Force? Yeah. A-Force? 
if, if you want to have an A-Force team and you put Margot Robbie out there as the invisible woman, I could believe that. Oh, totally. I, I could believe that. Yeah. I could, like, if you set her, st- stood her side by side with Scarlett Johansson, if you stood her side by side with a uh, the, the, uh, the the woman that's playing She-Hulk, her name escapes me right now. Oh, if me you, too. If yeah. you stand them side by side, you say, okay, she's going to lead this team. I would look at that and I would say, yeah, that's believable. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I got to give you that on Margot Robbie. But okay, so let's 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 okay. How who do you want to do next? You want to go? Do you want to go Doctor Doom, or do you want to go Mister Fantastic? Let's do Doom next and save Mister Fantastic for last. Oh, bold choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, bold let's do move Doom next. Bold oh, yeah. move, bold move. I'll let you know you won you won the last round. Okay, unofficially, okay. Unofficially official. Unofficially, unofficially we have to Uno- we have to check yeah, the card. Yeah, you, you won yeah. that last round. Well, so <laughs> I'll let you go first again. Doctor Doom, who do you have in that role? Okay, Doctor Doctor Doom. Um I see all right, so slight backstory on Doctor Doom. He's a powerful ruler from Latvia, I, I think, or no, no. Latveria. Latveria. Latveria, thank you. Because yes. Latvia is a real country. I knew it was some some fictional European country. He's he's basically a monarch. He's I guess a European T'Challa, so to speak. Yeah. And well, hey, hey, look, Doom will come for you, man. He will come for you. He if will you definitely say, come for you. You got to say he had Latveria is the best country. Oh, yeah. In the European Union. Exactly. That's it. Dr. Exactly. Doom, don't, don't come for yeah, He would probably be insulted being compared to being called the European T'Challa. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, man. Yeah, you know, he's regal. He's royal. He's 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 all of this and all of that. And I really like Michael Fassbender. I thought he was an awesome... Ooh. He was an awesome Magneto. And all of the word is they aren't going to cast him as the Magneto in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So... You got uh, definitely for shame because I think he was an outstanding Magneto, and I liked him much better than Gandalf playing Magneto because <laughs> I really thought sometimes Sir Ian under- McKellen, Sir Ian yeah. McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, aka Gandalf the Grey. But yeah, I really thought sometimes in the comics Magneto had white hair because he just had white hair. He was still looks like he's a pretty tall and muscular. He wasn't an elderly man. Now, granted, he the because they they kind of play with the timeline some. You know, he was in the concentra- concentration camps during World War II, which would make him probably in his nineties. But then, you know, as they go over the decades, how they rewrite things. You know, Captain America, I think, was a Gulf War veteran probably one time because you know they wanted to make him younger. So mm-hmm. they could. I would like to see a young Magneto be the contemporary Magneto and not the eight-year-old Magneto, but but um, I, I kind of digress, but in the words of Tavis Smiley all the time, but I really like Michael Fassbender. I thought he brought a lot to the Magneto role, and I think it would be a waste if, if Marvel can't take advantage of all of his acting talents, even though, you know, they have their vision of what they want to do with Magneto. I would like to see Michael Fassbender get the role so we can have more of him in some better movies because, you know, let's face it, in in those Sony 
Sony X-Men movies, I don't think he was he was used nearly as well as he could be in a role like Doctor Doom. And I heard rumors about them making Doctor Doom the next sort of big bad to sort of bridge the gap until Kang comes in or until Kang and Galactus come in. So for a role that's going to be pretty big and pretty important, I would love Michael Fassbender as Doctor Doom. That is a great call. And, and you know, I have to agree with that. Michael Fassbender is definitely one of my favorite actors. Uh, he has a movie called, uh, it's called Frank. Okay. And you basically don't see him in the entirety of the movie. Like, he wears a paper mache head the entire movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it, it's a pretty fan. It's quirky, right? It's quirky. It's a little weird. It's about, uh, Frank is a musician who had uh, a traumatic experience in his life that uh, uh, that, that kind of messed him up so much that he can't socially connect with people oh, outside wow. of this paper mache head. Okay. Uh, man, it, it's a great movie. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it's even available anymore, uh, but it, it kind of showed the range of his acting abilities when he can act and act very well without you seeing his face. So I can agree with that. That's a... That is a really uh, good choice. Man, oh, thanks. You, man, you bringing it today. What are you bringing oh, thanks. it? Thanks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You bring yeah. it. So <laughs> I, I, I got I to pull a George Lucas on this one. Okay. All right. I'm, okay. I'm pulling a George Lucas. I don't want to ever see Doom's face. Ever. Oh. I don't want to see Doom's face. Like, I, like, maybe if you get into the origin and you show, like, a flashback of him in the accident where his face gets all burnt up yeah. because of because of dreaded Reed Richards, as he say, yeah, as he says, but I, I don't want to see his face. However, I do want to hear his voice. Okay. And I think that you can put a you know a uh, a uh, an actor in the suit in the Doom suit and be voiced by Dennis Haysburg. Dennis Haysburg, also that's, known as President Palmer from Twenty Four. That's right, or Allstate. Yeah, that's right, Allstate, Allstate, man. Allstate, yeah, Allstate, okay. man. I, okay. I think was that that's a pretty good invitation. Oh yeah, well, that was, was that, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was, was that was very good, very that's good. It. Yeah, I, hopefully, oh, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> but but I, I like to hear Dennis Haysbert. I think he has the voice to bring that character very similar to what happened with uh, Darth Vader in uh, Star Wars with James Earl Jones. Oh yeah, I think that you can go with a Dennis Haysbert as the voice of Doctor Doom. A very menacing, very serious. You know, he has that uh, regal, uh, you know, dictator type quality to his voice. I like that uh, choice. Yeah, I, and I think I think that would be the way to go. Like, if I was to sit back and say, okay, we're making a Fantastic Four movie, and I need someone with a voice to kind of bring the thunder and bring the power, it's got to be Dennis Haysburg. I, I think he would do a fantastic job again no pun intended a fantastic I think so too. Job. man i think that would work yeah. out great just just because you need to and, and then you add a little bit of diversity to the cast right that's you, true that's true and as yeah. much as i like michael fassbender as an actor yeah if you have a guy in a suit that's doing the action or just the whatever scenes and mike michael fassbender doing the voice that takes away from him, takes away from his acting chops, I think. So if it's going to be more of a voiceover kind of thing, then yeah, I think I would go with Dennis Haysbert too. I think that's a, that's a very good choice. Maybe they could have a, have another role for Michael Fassbender 
And I think if, if they did pick Dennis Haysbert, just let him speak in his natural voice. Don't try to do some phony European sounding accent. I think that could kind of go to go the other way. Yeah. 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 I, but either way, I think either one of those choices would be great. Yeah, so, definitely. definitely. So now we got to get a drum roll. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, get, get doing the Michael, air drums. Get them, get them, uh, Michael Buffer out. Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent. We got to get to the man himself. To the man himself. Reed, Reed Richards. That's it. Oh, yeah. AKA Mr. Fantastic. Now, before we go further, can I have two things? Can I have bearded Reed Richards with the gray in the temples? Uh, look, of course. You, I, I mean, maybe not the first movie, but okay, at some okay. point we got to get I mean, we can get there. I mean, if you want to go good point, good point. right away. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, that's kind of... I think he has to earn the beer. He has to earn the beer, but he can start off with the great temples. I can go with that. That's compromise. Yeah. Okay. The, let it good. never be said we don't compromise here. On Sounds Sunday. good. Yeah. Because go the, the point you made earlier that we're going to start after the origin story, after the incident, maybe they've been the Fantastic Four a handful of years. Maybe they've had some ups and downs. Maybe, maybe he has a Sonny Crockett Miami Vice 5 o'clock shadow and not the full beard still gray in the temples. Okay. Okay, That's I got it. you. That's it. I can go with okay. that. I, okay, I like that. that. I like that okay. definitely. All right. Okay. okay. All right. So, I tell you what. Let me lead off because I think okay. you got some. I think you got some good. I'll lead off. Okay. Good. All right. You can you can wrap up our Fantastic Four <laughs> Dreamcast. Sounds great. Sounds so, great. I'm ready. So, for me, I'll lead off. So, for me, it's got to be somebody not the most handsome man in the world. Okay. <clears throat> but an okay looking dude. But because he's at a lead role, gotta be able to act. Gotta be, gotta be able to yeah. act. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking someone on the taller side. You don't want someone that's a you don't yeah. want you don't want a shrimpy Reed Richards. I agree. So it was only one person that was like, okay, he's not super, super handsome, but he's not super ugly either, right? He's not the short guy, but he's not like gumpy and super tall. I'm right. Adam Driver. Adam, Adam Driver. Adam Driver from Star Wars. Adam Driver from the Bulls. <laughs> you know, he, he's already kind of got a long face. Kylo Ren. Yeah, Kylo Ren. He can he can he can pull off the role as a scientist, but then he can also pull off the role as a not so good guy. And the okay. guy can act. He can act, and he's yeah. in good. He's in good shape. You know, I. To me, I already, I, I already know. We got the fans out there saying what, what, but the yeah. guy can act. I think he can do it. And in the long run, I believe. I believe in Adam Driver. I you believe, believe in Adam, Adam Driver. I think he can do it. Okay. I think he can do it. Okay. Wow. Um, I. <laughs> Don't yeah. throw the tomatoes. Don't throw tomatoes. Yeah, no, don't no, no. It's, it's, it's not going to be any flying fruit. Um, when when I saw that, wow, that pretty horrible Star Wars Episode Seven, Kylo Ren starts off. He has on his mask. You know, he was very menacing. Pretty tough Jedi. He had his lightsaber. I, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to run loud or if it wasn't made the quite the right way. I couldn't tell if it, if it was if it was really good or a really bad lightsaber, but you know he was tough. 
And, you know, I was like, man, this is a pretty cool character here. And then he took his helmet off, and I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not the biggest Adam Driver fan. Now, I know he was he was good in, in, in Black Klansman, but, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit iffy on, on the Adam Driver there. So check this out. Check, okay. this out. check this out. Go watch The Duel. It's on HBO Max right now. Oh, yeah, with uh, Matt Damon, right? Yeah, Matt with, Damon oh, my goodness, Adam man. Driver. Okay. Yeah, you got to watch it. You got, oh, man. Okay. Anybody on the, and, and I know a lot of people didn't want to watch it because really Scott said something about Marvel movies and all yeah. that stuff. And, and, and people are like, I'm never watching a Ridley Scott movie again. <laughs> uh, no, look, Ridley Scott is a great director. Like, he's directed some of the better movies. He has more good movies than bad. This okay. is one of the good ones. Go check it out. Okay. Uh, Adam Driver is man. This he was uh, obviously Scarlett Johansson in another film about uh, them being married, which was good. Like we don't, I don't just watch comic book movies. Like I watch other. Movies oh yeah, totally. But totally, the, you know, the, the, those are great movies, and you'll see his range. And like, yeah, at first, like I blame the script writers. Yeah, it's blame, not his fault. Man, it ain't yeah. his fault. But it's, it's but I can see fault. what you're saying. I can see what you're yeah. saying. But, but I digress. Oh, the yeah. Word. oh yeah, oh yeah. I digress. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. go check him out. Go check him out. But okay, okay. Um, I say Adam Drive is an interesting choice. I propose a slightly different choice. I propose um the guy who's been rumored to be Reed Richards. I'm like, hey, I I like that rumor. I'm like, hey, yeah. If you're talking to this dude, I think you should go for it. Um, quick backstory. I'm speaking of the of the great that a lot of people don't realize is that that good of an actor, John Krasinski. If I say John Krasinski, you're saying who is that? If I say Jim Halpert from The Office, you're like, oh him, <laughs> yeah. Um, so John John Krasinski, you know, he was famous for playing Jim from The Office. He's he's pretty tall. He has black hair. He looks he he looks like Reed Richards to me. He does. I can see him with the gray in the temples. But if you only watch The Office, you won't really see him for what is Reed Richards. If you watch him and Jack Ryan on Prime, oh, he gained yeah. weight. He's kind of buffed up. All of the silliness, all of the pranks, all of the flirting oh. with the co-worker, all of that stuff is gone. He's serious. He's great in an action role. He's added muscle. He can do... He can he can look legible in a fight scene because the stunt people are going to do all of that kind of stuff. I could see him really knocking that out of the park because Jack Ryan season one was phenomenal. It was more than I it was more than I thought that we would get from John. And I'm like, yeah, this this dude can really act. If you've only seen him in the office, then you aren't doing yourself justice. Yeah, this this guy can really act. I think he would make, and he looks like a leader. He looks like yeah. The Fantastic Four is over there, and you don't have to guess who is in charge. And if yeah. they're going to take it past just the Fantastic Four, you know, because there's a council that was what Reed Richards and it was um, Tony Come Stark, up. the Illuminati, right? The Illuminati. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, and and uh, they they deemed the Hulk too dangerous for the Earth, and they sent him in the outer space, which brought on the World War Hulk story. Mm-hmm. I could really see him as as being part of part of the the Illuminati, yeah. So my my choice for Reed Richards is John Krasinski. 
Yeah. And, and what I'm hoping they would do with the character is... All right, so minor spoiler for the uh, Ultimates comic book. Uh, Ultimates, Ultimate Fantastic Four, <laughs> Ultimate and all that stuff. So in the Ultimate universe of the Fantastic Four, Reed Richards actually uh, turns into a not-so-good guy. Okay. Like, he, he turns into somebody that basically creates world havoc and world war destruction. He creates his own pocket universe and his own people. And they basically wow. come and they take over the entire... Well, they take over Europe. Without question. They take over all of Europe. And he, he is a bad guy. Even right now in the regular Marvel Universe, this evil uh, Reed Richards has come over. And he's known as the Maker. And the whole okay. thing with the Maker is he goes through so much trauma in his life in this, this alternate universe that he turns evil. So... For me, I'm hoping at some point they bring that into the MCU, uh, or at least they talk about that some, because that that is a pivotal move and pivotal pivotal turn for uh, Reed Richards. That would be awesome for real. That would be maybe a couple movies down the line for sure. Yeah. And the point you made about getting Chloe Grace Moritz, you know, for the you know, so she can grow with the role, mm-hmm. I think that's an excellent point. But I think they're at the point now where they can't mess this up. Yeah. You know, to, to use a football analogy, you're down by two touchdowns and you're in the fourth quarter when you're making this new uh, Fantastic Four movie. And I don't think you need to worry about Fantastic Four Part 2. You need to really make sure that you make a Fantastic Four movie that's good enough for people to say, yeah, this is cool. And I will consider going to see another one. And I think for that, then you got to come with your best cast, no matter what their ages are right now. And That's if it point. ends up being pretty good, then you cross that bridge when you get to it. But yeah, I don't think they in any, I don't think they should be can be worried about, you know, where does, the, where does this franchise go? Is we focused on making a very good Fantastic Four movie to sort of help us forget the stinkers we've gotten over the years. And as far as the origin story, I totally agree, because I had said for every new Spider-Man we got, we don't need to see him get bit by the spider again. True. But Tobey Maguire did it so well, and then we saw it great for Andrew Garfield. So I can see why they didn't do it again, you know, for Tom Holland. But we haven't really gotten a great Fantastic Four movie yet, especially with that third one, which was which was hot garbage. Yeah. So I could see them doing another origin story. To basically say this is the definitive, you know, Fantastic Four. It's like you know how you have so many different comic versions, or you'll see, you'll see a, a brand new Blu-ray on sale at Walmart. This is the definitive edition. If you ever want to see this movie, this is the version that you want to see. So call this the definitive Fantastic Four. Ignore everything you've seen until now. So I could I could see that justifying them doing yet another origin story. Not something that's long and drawn out, or maybe even not show the origin story sequential. Mm-hmm. Go have it coming on, in, and there the Fantastic Four, but then fifteen minutes into it, show Reed Richards having a nightmare that they in out of space, and this cosmic and incident happens that gives them the powers, and let that be a five-minute dream sequence becomes the origin story. But I think in in you know in this in this instance since 
we've seen such bad Fantastic Four movies. They mm-hmm. could afford just to give us yet another quick origin just to see, you know, their take on it. Yeah. And, and, and one of my things is this, right? Because I've spent more time than I should have thinking about this. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I would really like them if they're going to insert the Fantastic Four into the MCU. Make them a family already. Right. Okay. So we didn't really go into Franklin Richards or Valeria or right. a- a- anything else in-, in this in our drink case. But I-, I would like to see a very, you know, regular moment for a family and then it's revealed that this family is the Fantastic Four. That's cool. Uh, some- something like the Incredibles, where yeah. where when you see the Incredibles, you don't get a whole lot of backstory. You get a little bit, yeah. but you know, you you know, you're basically inserted into that story with these superpowered people as a family already, yeah. and and then they they kind of do what you just said through you know through uh, flashbacks or through other storytelling elements. They kind of bring these origins out, or they bring out what exactly happened, right? And, and that would be how I'd like to see the Fantastic Four approach. Uh, I think we're at a place storytelling wise where we don't have to hit the nail on the head so to speak when it comes to telling a story you don't just have to say okay this is what happened then this happened and then this happened no you can drop an audience in the middle of a story and then as the story is playing out you start relaying what happened before this I think that's where we're at as far as the maturation of a story uh, but I, I think you do have to tell that just a little bit, like you said. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially since it hadn't been done well. Yeah. Yeah. Had, right. Not at all. But yeah. that, that's about it for our uh, Dreamcast for the Fantastic Four. I think you did an excellent man. Look. Thank your, you. Thank your, you. Your cast list was, I got to give it to you. Your, your cast list, list was fantastic thanks a lot thanks a lot thanks a lot and, and, right and i thought yours was fantastic as well and can we uh, give a give our guests our our list our list that we've agreed upon so for uh ben grimm we will we maybe double back to the to the actor well we could possibly have an actor play him possibly not but who would who would be things voice have, have we settled on clancy brown we go with Clancy Brown. Yeah, that's that's not okay. a problem. I go, yeah, we go with Clancy Brown. That's not a problem. Okay, all I'm right. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. So and what I'll what I'll do is I'll drop within the huh, let's see. Hmm. How can I do that? Can we drop it in the show? I don't want to drop it in the show notes because then that's spoiling. That's oh yeah. Spoiling. That's spoiling the milk before that's we spoiling. get the spoiler. Yeah, we don't you don't want to spoil the milk before <laughs> we get the spoiler. Exactly. We the ones who open this up. All right, so yeah. we're, we're you gotta the listen till the end. Yeah, you gotta listen to the end. That's that's what you gotta do. And then make it we'll, we'll put it up on the Facebook page or the Instagram page in the next week or so. How about that? We'll Sounds great. Sounds there great. We go. That works. There we that go. That works. That's, totally that's, works. Yeah. If you if you suffered through this this long, you'll get the definitive version the of definitive the definitive edition. Exactly. That's it. The definitive edition. That's exactly. what I Uh on our social media page. So remember okay. to like like us on Facebook. Uh, like us, Spoiled Milk Web, on Instagram. Uh, you can email us at spoiledmilkweb at gmail. 
you know, all that stuff is in the show notes. Just look at the show notes. You got all yeah. our links, everything else. But before we go, we got to get to our what's on the shelf. Other than my G.I. Joe's on the background. What's oh, yeah. on the Big Mike, what do you got on the shelf this week? Okay, I have on the shelf, um, I had mentioned earlier, I'm getting through Snowfall. And speaking of recastings, and I know this is on a totally different note. We have to cover this on another podcast. If you've never watched Snowfall or if you hadn't watched Snowfall very much, check out Snowfall. It's an 80s period drug show. And I've talked about those before. This is my favorite of them. The actor who plays Franklin Saint, his name is Damson Idris. Once again, we have another Brit that comes to America and gives a flawless 1984 South Central LA accent. He sounds like he could have hung with Doughboy and Ricky just well in Boys in the Hood. But I know they said that they weren't going to recast T'Challa for Black Panther. If you ever change your mind, call up Damson Idris. This dude is perfect. They taking our man. jobs, man. They taking our jobs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, these, these, these Brits are amazing, but, but any foreign accent is a British accent. So he can either easily play his native British accent into being Wakandan. So if anybody from Marvel is listening, Kevin Feige, I hope you are a member of the Facebook, uh, excuse me, of the Spoiled Milk family. Call up Damson Idris, see what kind of deal you can you can work out. Cast this brother as T'Challa. That's it. That's it. Now, I I got my spoil. I don't know what I did with it. I got it around here somewhere. I don't know. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Let me go grab it. One okay. Second. All right. All right. All right, all right. After a short walk, oh, we got I'm back. Okay, all right. So, so this is what I am into. This is what's on the shelf for me. Awesome, uh, awesome. Hulk number one. I'm actually on uh, issue number four. I think. Okay. Uh, number five comes out this month. I think the end of this month. Uh, it's by written by Donnie Cates and drawn. Uh, the art duties are handled by uh, Ryan uh, Otley and Cliff Rathburn. Okay. Uh, Ryan Otley is from Invincible. Cliff Rathburn was doing the inks on uh, The Walking Dead. And I think he was doing, uh, yeah, he was doing the inks with Charlie, uh, Charlie Atwood, Atler was doing the. Uh, oh, yeah, the that's right. Uh, okay. But regardless of that, great team there. And I'm not a huge Incredible Hulk fan, but this book is really good. It, it adds a different dimension to both Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Okay. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, even though this is called Spoiled Milk. Even I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. It's worth picking up. It's worth reading. Uh, I hope. I hope this creative team stays on. I, I know a lot of times they get like the first six issues, and then you get a new creative team. Okay. I hope this team lasts about twenty some issues, maybe 24, 25 issues. I think that'd be a nice little run. Uh, for this group, but it is it is pretty good, man. I'm enjoying it immensely. Uh, I picked up issue one and two from my local comic book shop. Okay. Uh, if, if you if you guys are in the area uh, in, in Michigan, Southeast Michigan, go to Comics and More Comic Book Shop on uh, John R. Uh, about a quarter mile north of 11 Mile. It is an awesome, awesome comic book shop. Awesome. I've been going there since I've been like man. 12, 13. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm, not, I'm not gonna tell everybody how old I am, but uh, <laughs> the, the, well, your the, first trip that was on a BMX bike, I'm assuming. 
Oh, look, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just catch the bus to the comic book shop, man. I would, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I used to, man, look, I would catch the bus. I would take my bike and I would spend a lot of time in the comic book shop. Just oh. way more, way more than uh, what I should. So, yeah, uh, but, but regardless, I still go. Uh, the, the proprietor of the comic okay. book shoppy is a uh, shoppy, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the shoppy, yeah. Chris Brown, great dude. Uh, okay. But I go there, but I fi- picked up uh, issue one, two, and I think four from there. He was okay. sold out of three, so I had to get three off of eBay. Okay. Uh, but man, great, great comic book. You guys should read it. Support your local comic book shop, support your local small business. Uh, I know the show is going way over, but I can't say that enough. Without small oh, yeah. businesses, a lot of us wouldn't be able to uh, afford or do the things that we do. So support your small business. But that's what I got on the shelf. Hulk, Hulk, go pick it up. Go pick it up. Okay. Go pick it up. It's awesome. Great plug. Great plug. And to to wrap things up, we're going to uh, uh, announce Zach uh, Zach Efron right as our unanimous choice for Johnny Storm. Unanimous. Okay. As far as Sue, can we agree on on Miss uh, Margot? Yeah, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Okay. And for for Reed, uh, we have Adam Driver versus John John Krasinski. Is is this going to be a draw, or can we come uh, to a unanimous decision on this one as well? I, it can't be a unanimous decision. Okay. I, I okay. Look, I already know I'm going to lose because <laughs> everybody wants John Krasinski yeah. as. I even want him, right? I, I just don't think it's gonna happen. So I was like, oh, all right, really? okay. yeah, let me let me go with my alternate choice. Like I would love choice. to have, yeah, I would love to have Adam Driver. And as far as I know, other than Star Wars, he hasn't done any comic book stuff. So I, I think he would be good in that role. That's just me. But I'll concede. Okay, okay. I'll concede, I'll concede. Okay. I like I mean, who can fight against Jim? Who can fight against? Everybody loves Jim from the office. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, John Krasinski, I'm not mad yeah. if he gets another paycheck. I'm not mad. No, me uh, either. Me either. Yeah, Go so. for it, John. Go for it. And um, you know, I didn't I didn't watch all of season two of uh, Jack Ryan. I'll have to finish that up. Hopefully season oh, three is on the way, but but he might is. Yeah, okay. All right, great. So I was I was about to say if there's not a season three on the way then John might have some time on his hands. His, his schedule might be free. So we'll see. We'll see definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then for Dr. Doom? Dr. Doom, I will I will go ahead and concede since, since we go on the voiceover route. Yeah, it's uh, really, really hard to, to vote against my boy Dennis Haysbert. I was a fan of Dennis back on Buck Rogers from the, from the 80s uh, with, with Gil Gerard. That's taking wow. it way, way, way back. You know, wow. he had a he was an up and coming actor then, so uh, he he was in season two. He had a couple couple scenes on the Searcher, on the on the big spaceship. But yeah, I was a huge President Palmer fan on Twenty Four. So yeah, Dennis is a very good choice for for Doctor Doom. Yeah, he is. He is. Man, that's that's uh, going way back. That's going way back. So yeah. So it looks like we got our list. We'll get that list out. Make sure okay. everyone gets it. Sounds great. Uh, Looks like that's it for our podcast for today. As always, it's a pleasure, Big Mike, doing this with you. I appreciate you, man, what you bring. I appreciate our Spoiled Milk family, too. You got any words of parting for our Spoiled Milk family? Any words of wisdom? Oh, totally. Thanks a lot for the kind words, DJ. The podcast is a pleasure with, with, with you as well. I think we make a very good team here. 
um, Spoiled Milk family, thanks for all your continued support. And tell, tell all of your people to check us out. Yeah, check us out. And you can connect with the Spoiled Milk web. Uh, look for us on our YouTube channel. You can just search Spoiled Milk. Uh, on Twitter, with Spoiled Milk Web 1. On Facebook, you can search Spoiled Milk Web. Uh, WordPress, Spoiled Milk Web. And you can email us with any of your com- comments or concerns. Maybe there was something about our Dreamcast. You were like, no, 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 this person can, you know, this yeah. person can play the role better. Or you want to just tell us how bad we are uh, to Margot Kidder. And, and, you know, let us know that Superman is not blind when it comes to beauty. Yeah. Uh, yeah let us know. Do, you know, you know, you- <laughs> lots, lots of varying opinions out there. <laughs> you know, lead isn't his only weakness for sight. That's it's not it. his only weakness. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you, you can email us at spoilmilkweb at gmail uh, dot com. But whatever you do, make make sure that you stay in the know with spoiled milk and always be ready to be spoiled. Until the next time, we'll see you guys later. Have a great, great day. Have a great day. Thanks again.